It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. I am looking at the most divine assortment of beautiful chocolates packaged, shaped, and decorated as only Shalini Latour can do. And Shalini is the owner of Chocolates Latour, or as she says it so much more beautifully, Chocolat Latour. Yes. <laughs> She's joining me on Amy's Table today. And Shalini, I am one of your biggest fans. You know, I think you make the most beautiful, precious chocolates that follow up with great flavor. And tell me a little bit about your chocolate journey. How did you become a chocolatier? I was a pastry chef for over 20 years. So I started working in bakeries uh, at the Bob Honor here in Cincinnati, but also in upstate New York before I moved here. Uh, and I've always loved chocolate. My mom is from Belgium, so I spent some, several years in Belgium as a teenager. So chocolate's always been close to my heart. And about nine years ago, a friend of mine wanted to open some kind of chocolate shop and asked me if I would do the production part, make the chocolates for it. So I started to play with chocolate to see what I could come up with. He never opened this place, but I kept going. I was getting really good response, and I am amazed uh, nine years later of how well it's gone and how much fun it has been. Well, you can tell it's fun, first of all. And I mean, how could it not be fun? But it's funny, you know, you've got bars, which are beautifully wrapped and presented. You've got these discs. But I think what I love seeing are your fanciful chocolates. And being a pastry chef, you probably did lots of fanciful things for desserts, but do you find you're like a whole new kind of artist than you started out in your career? Or? Yes. The decorating has been something that's just uh, actually took me by surprise and how much fun and how intricate and, and uh, rewarding it can be. Yeah. So I use a lot of natural color cocoa butters and I hand paint them inside each mold as I make the chocolate, which is what gives them their uh, brilliance, their shine, their colors. And so you can kind of start eating with your eyes before yes, you, you actually can. put them you, in your mouth. You, you go, oh, my God, those are beautiful. A comment I get a lot is, oh, they're too beautiful to eat. And then people pop them yeah. right in their mouth. <laughs> and then they go, I'm going to have another one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, so you've got a couple signature shapes. I mean, you've got many, but two that come to mind for me are your ghost pepper skulls, which are just like... I love those. Those are they're so sophisticated, but also scream Halloween, you know. Exactly. So it's really a good Halloween treat for grown-ups. Yes. It's a nice caramel, so it's got the sweetness, the buttery of a caramel, and then the heat of a ghost pepper, so that you get a bit of that, you know, trick effect in yes. your chocolate as well. I they're, love that, a trick. That's it's right. A trick. It's a trick and, and a treat. <laughs> And then your bunnies, your Easter bunnies are just killing me. I mean, they too are very modern, very fresh. Tell us a little bit about those. Uh, so um, they have uh, lopsided ears instead of the kind of traditional bunny shape. And they're solid chocolate, which is nice. So exactly. you're not just no you know, disappointment. Having, exactly. People ask me how to eat them sometimes because they're, they're hard to get to. And the hammer is the solution. So oh. now you know if you're having a hard time eating your chocolate bunny, take a hammer to it. <laughs> it's a little rough. So maybe not for the small children. But also kind of modern. But it's fun. It's like, there's that Easter bunny. Bam. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I love it. And I sometimes also make them colors which is, makes them just really more fun to look at. And a couple of years ago, just because I was t getting tired of Easter Bunny and I wanted something different, I started making zombie bunnies. That's right! And, uh, and those actually, I, I kind of made them as a joke and they became really popular and they're, they're just really fun. They have like an ear cut off and blood dripping. And, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and they're just also nice for kind of older kids. Yeah. They're not as much into the cutesy Easter stuff. So so they become really fun for uh, grownups as well. Well, you know, I had Stephanie Webster of The Rind on recently, and we were talking about the difference between grocery cheese and specialty cheese. Yes. And, you know, it, without throwing the rest of the world under the bus, Talk a little bit about what somebody who has really only had, you know, a 10-pack of something from the grocery aisle is going to experience tasting a really high-quality chocolate like yours. So in the high-quality chocolate, you're going to get all of the comfort of your regular chocolate, of something you know and love, uh, which is nice Mm -hmm. because that's a, a good feeling. But then it kind of takes you into a new adventure at the same time. So you get both the comfort, but then the adventure is something much more sophisticated with a lot more layers of uh, flavor in them. So that as uh, the chocolate kind of melts on your palate, you start to get different notes. It can be fruity. It can be earthy. It can be a little smoky. Uh, it can be all of it at the same time. You know, it seems like the catchphrase for everything these days is mindful. Like we're supposed to be more mindful in our lives and or mindful in our relationships and mindful in our eating. And, you know, as you were talking about the layers that unfold in a really good eating experience or a really good um, food and wine or food and alcohol pairing you get those layers and those experiences. And I think of when the ice cubes first came out that would melt in your cocktail and change the profile as they developed. Mm -hmm. So I love that this is, would you suggest that people be still and pay attention when eating one of your chocolates? Yes. I mean, I think if you're, you know, if you just want to like scarf something down, you know, fine, buy a Hershey bar and, and, and there's times for that. Right. But um, a good chocolate bar, it might last you a little bit longer. You might have just a couple pieces, kind of sit and enjoy and savor it. Take yeah. the time to really taste it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you become more satisfied with a much smaller uh, amount of chocolate and, and the enjoyment of it uh, is so different. I'd say food, a lot of what we like about food is really the experience of it. So the taste obviously so is so important, but the experience. We'll remember foods we've had and we had them at this time in this place with this person and all of that experience comes into the food. Yeah. So if you wanted to delight your friends with a little chocolate tasting, what kind of an array would you have to show, you know, the most facets and personality of chocolate? And then we're going to talk about pairing with, with drinks. Okay. So you can go several different ways. You could do, um, you know, there's the, the truffles or in the chocolate bars, which are a little bit different. So the small little jewels. Uh, have a lot more different flavors. They're kind of small bites, and those can be really nice. They have kind of a different assortment of them, and then eat one, eat the second one, um, have something to kind of cleanse your palate in between, have some water, even maybe some bread uh, to just kind of cleanse your palate mm. so you can really experience the, the flavors uh, in between. Um, and I'd say an assortment maybe like, you know, four Different kinds, six different kinds. Uh, too many after a while, you kind of start to... Yeah, it muddies it up. Yeah, it's like too muddy. many ingredients exactly. in anything. Yeah. 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 So, you know, pick a few flavors, really enjoy, savor those, and then the next time you can go, well, that one was our favorite, so we're having it again, but then we'll 
add some others. Yeah, and really get to know them. Yes. So what I had asked you to join me for was to talk about pairing bourbon and chocolate because I am, you know, obviously up to my neck in bourbon right now at New Rift Distilling. (laughs) Yes. And so I thought, you know, let's talk about what, I mean, so many, there's so many parallel flavors happening in chocolate and in bourbon, Mm. but also I want to know how to really enhance both. Mm -hmm. So what would you suggest? Uh, so I have found, first of all, how you take your bourbon will make a difference. I, um, typically like a nice cube in my bourbon, but to prepare it with chocolate, I actually do just a splash of water. Okay. Because you don't have the cold of the bourbon fighting with the chocolate that you want to melt in your mouth. That is a great Because you want the chocolate to start to warm up to come to body temperature and melt. Okay. So that was kind of my first, um... First thing I tried, right. and I did see a difference in that. Uh, and my you did husband a lot of research did for this, yes, didn't you? Did. Are you sober yet? Um, <laughs> I was not yesterday, but I am today. <laughs> I saw your Instagram post. I was like, oh, good girl, Shalini, tossing them back. <laughs> well, I can't think of any better way to gather a group of friends, especially, you know, as the holidays come up. And yes. you're like, how do I entertain but not necessarily want to throw a whole big dinner party. Exactly, a little and you can, chocolate and cocktails would be a fun night, wouldn't it? Yeah, you can even have your guests bring some of their favorite chocolates. Yes. So that you have different things to try with a couple different bourbons. I love that idea. I love it. Well, Shalini, as always, these are so beautiful. And so, of course, you're at the Chocolate Bee. Let's yes. talk about that. So my shop is called the Chocolate Bee because I share it with Sam of Bee Haven. Uh, so she is the bee part of the shop, and I am the chocolate part of the shop. And we have the two businesses sharing the same space. It is where I make everything and i still make everything myself i have help with packaging and other parts of the business but being in the kitchen and uh being able to express my creativity and love of chocolate is what i enjoy oh for sure so we are in Northside, on right on hamilton avenue in the heart of Northside. And then you can also find my chocolates at uh, Coffee Emporium. They have a really nice selection of uh, all of my products. And then my chocolate bars are available at um, more locations around town. And you can find all of that on your website? Chocolatatour.com or chocolatslatour, easier for people to remember, (laughs) uh, .com. Fantastic. The American accent. <laughs> well, we should say a year ago you became an American citizen. Yes, I did. And then you became a newlywed this year. Yes. It's just, you just, I said to you, how are you going to follow up next year? But we'll just, we can't wait to see. We'll find out. <laughs> Shalini, thank you. As always, it's so great to have you here. And I, my chocolate cup runneth over here. Thank you for bringing all these gorgeous treats. Thank you for having me, Amy. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman, yeah. Q102.